Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, today I have DJ Dozier with us. He is the author of the book titled Decide to Dominate under the pen name of W.H. Dozier III. He is currently an entrepreneur and business strategist assisting startups and small companies with brand development, growth management, and sales strategies. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Tyler. I'm glad to be here. Of course. Glad to have you on. So, DJ, the first one I got for you today is what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I I kid people about my storytelling uh, because I've got so many stories. And, uh, you know, I I say to my kids, I'm going to make a great uh, grandfather because I've got so many stories to tell. Uh, So it's hard to pick out one, but you know, if, if there was one story that, uh, that, that I believe that's a valuable message uh, to the world is, you know, 1987, I was drafted by the, the Minnesota Vikings and then uh, had an opportunity to go to the World Series uh, during that season. And I'm sitting there <clears throat> watching the game. And at some point, I believe it was the second or third game that I, I watched of the series. And I realized that I, I wanted to play baseball. And, and so this dream, um, you know, it hit me. And, uh, so it, the, the, what I realized is, you know, following that dream was important, but when I look back at, you know, just the thought of playing baseball, uh, because you have to understand that, you know, for me to think about that, was a major thing because I hadn't played baseball since high school, which was, you know, what eventually was about six years before that. And so now looking back and looking at that dream, I I realized the power of a decision. You know, when we have that power to make a decision, it, 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 it does something to us. And, uh, you know, what I thought was maybe uh, just an insignificant moment when I look back now is very significant because, you know, again, when we come to that point to make a decision, uh, there's something that happens to us. When it, you know, in business, what they call it, commit. They want you to make a commitment. And so, you know, the power of the decision, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, this, the, the book title, uh, Deciding to Dominate, is uh, so powerful. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Well, you know, growing up, I, I, I loved to observe and think. And so I developed into, uh, you know, what I would call two areas of expertise, uh, and strategy as well as business development. Um, you know, most startups and some small companies that are looking to grow um, forget some of the components that you need in order to grow. Um, sometimes it's people. Uh, sometimes it's 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 strategy or, or the uh, relaunching of a of a different strategy, and so that's the those are the areas that I focus in on. And it's amazing what happens when you know you see a company that uh, has a lot of energy, uh, wants to grow significantly, uh, but just needs a couple of tweaks here and there. 
And sometimes it's just a relationship or two. Um, but it's amazing what happens when they're con- they connect with either the right strategy uh, or the right people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could tie in, but what's your best piece of overall business advice, so not necessarily industry-specific? Well, you know, the uh, we all know that with hard work, there's there's something that happens, something positive that happens. Uh, so we have to have hard work. But you know, if I if I had to pick something else beyond that, uh, it would have to be. Yeah, we have to learn to be honest uh, with ourselves and honest with our, our situations. Uh, because when when you as a business leader, and certainly in your own business, um, if you allow if you allow honesty. Uh, within your own heart and allow others to be honest with you, then it can certainly produce an extraordinary amount of growth and success. uh, You know, I think not just in your business, but in your life. Mm -hmm. And then if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? (laughs) I don't know if I have enough time for that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, I would, uh, I would definitely hone in on, you know, I mean, listen, we all know when we get to that age or we get to a point where we're, you know, we think we're out of here. Um, you know, I would imagine that, and I'm not there yet, but I would imagine that folks always look back and they want more time. And, and you know, there's always something that we can correct. But I think one of the areas for me uh, would be in terms of my investment of, of time and money. Um, you know, it took me, took me a number of years to learn that when you invest in something, you're not investing in something, you're, you're investing in someone in the, for the most part. And so there, there are lots of people that I would not have invested in. I, in other words, I, I became enamored and, and focused on the project versus the person. Mm-hmm. And, and so by investing in, in the person, by, well, by seeing the project and becoming you know, uh, lured by the project, but bypassing the people or the person uh, really hurt me. And uh, so I would tell myself, you've got to invest, you've got to realize that you're investing in people uh, before the project. Yeah, man, could not agree more. Um, And then kind of going a little bit down a different path, in your opinion, what is the key to happiness? That's obviously a great question. Um, I, actually, I think it's a—it's almost like a trick question, um, because I think the—I guess the, the the real question I would ask is not what's the key to happiness, but what's the key to life. And mm-hmm. if if I were saying what's the key to life, or if I were being asked what what is the key to life, then I would start off by saying the key to life is the fulfillment of purpose, and because in our fulfillment of purpose, we. I mean, there is so much, in my opinion, so much joy and, and just satisfaction in knowing that you exist for a reason and you are fulfilling that reason. And so, you know, I think that's the starting point. If we, if we focus in on purpose and the fulfillment of that purpose, uh, then we will accomplish everything we, we, we seek, uh, seek out to accomplish and we'll find satisfaction in that. And so... You know, if so, if we think about it from that perspective, to a certain degree, then you say, "Well, well, who's who gave me this purpose, and you know, what tools do I have to fulfill it?" So I believe that number one, 
that God gave us all purpose. And so that's one of the reasons why what I would call tags, uh, our talents, our abilities, our gifts, and our skills. Uh, we have these things for a specific reason, for a specific purpose. That being said, you know, it, it, it brings me to a conclusion, I talk about this in the book, that we're significant. I mean, if, if someone took the time to put something in us, meaning those talents and those abilities that no one else has, or at least not that particular group of, of things, that particular group of tags, then that in and of itself creates this mindset that we are significant. There's a reason why we exist. There's significant reasoning. And so before we accomplish anything, uh, before we set out to do anything, we're already significant. And I think if many of us can recognize us and come to that place, uh, we'll find happiness and, and way beyond happiness, we'll find fulfillment in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is an amazing answer. Um, so my next one for you is what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that? Oh, boy. Well, I've read some great books. Um, the, I would say, well, it have to be two books. So one of the books would, would be good to great. Uh, good to great for me was one of those books that said, Hey, you're good at, in terms of a company being good. But if you want to be great, one of the things you've got to have is you've got to have honesty in your room. <laughs> you've got, you, you've got to have honesty in your boardroom. Um, you know, I've been in situations where been in board meetings or been in, 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 in staff meetings where I, I would watch and I observe the leader uh, or the president and CEO. And, and I knew this person very well. So I knew their sort of makeup and I would watch people around the room. No one wanted to express the absolute truth because it was pushed back on. And, and, and I know that even though it was a successful company that it could have been even, it, and so it was a good company that could have been a great company or a greater company if, if, if they would have allowed more honesty um, in, in their situation. So Good to Great was a great book. That's what I learned from that. The other book I would have to add is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, and what I learned in Rich Dad, Poor Dad was amazing. You, you know, it's real simple. There's a difference between spending your time in life, especially high school and college, to get a job versus creating jobs. And uh, so looking at that difference in, in terms of a strategy, uh, you, you're working to get a job or career versus working to create jobs. I mean, what a dynamic uh, between the two. And so uh, those are my two favorite books. Mm -hmm. And then what is your favorite quote and why? Thomas Edison was asked uh, by, I believe, a reporter, uh, you know, how did it feel to fail over 1,200 times? And he responded back to him from, from what I understand with the quote saying that I have not failed over 1,200 times, but actually found over 1,200 times how I cannot invent electricity. And um, so that quote is based on perception. You know, what you see, you know, that, that glass half full or half empty. And so, you know, having that perception, his perception kept him on task. Uh, because, you know, in life, we can get dis discouraged at any point. And so, you know, quote unquote, failing over 1200 times could get anybody, anybody discouraged. But because of his perception, 
this is why I love that quote. And, you know, the other quote uh, that I love is actually one that I came up with, came up with, with my, for myself. And it, it involves competition. And the quote is, to overcome our competition, we either outwork, outsmart, or outlast them. But if for some reason we accomplish all three of these strategies simultaneously, we will utterly and decisively dominate our opponents. And so that's how we decide to dominate is, you know, you look at those three areas, three strategies. And if you can, in most cases, if you can uh, win on one of those strategies, you have a chance to, to be victorious. But if you certainly uh, accomplish all three simultaneously, then, of course, domination is is at hand mm-hmm. <laughs> um well dude thank you so much for coming on the last one i got for you is where can our audience best find you online well our books um are available uh, at amazon.com or barnesandnobles.com i also have a website uh decide to dominate.com or my name djdozier.com to um, take a look at my bio as well as uh, if, if if uh, audience if the audience is interested in a free chapter then uh, we'll ask for an email and I'll have an opportunity to read a free chapter perfect thanks again for coming on man thank you thanks for the invite